Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Saturdays with Jenny. So, stand back because we are talking about a book called BR. I'm going to spell it for you. BR in brackets, other. So, it's brother. And it's really, really interesting. So, let's go to Judge Edwin Cameron. Good morning, Jenny. Well, thank you very, very much for, for welcoming a wonderful Saturday in. And Edwin, I don't know if you were watching just a little bit of King Goodwill's Zuelatini's funeral, but there was something in it that I just found incredibly special, a rejoicing as well as a grieving, but about, about the nation's cultural heritage. Yes, yes. I think there were deep messages there, Jenny. Well, it was special. And also this book that I'm looking at, Brother, and there are two photographers, Otway and Skay, I think it is. And you are amongst a whole litany of people who've contributed to this book. Will you talk us through a little bit about human rights? Because tomorrow is Human Rights Day, although we're celebrating it actually on Monday. Just, Just talk to us about that in our country because it is so vital. And the subject of this, of course, is very, very serious indeed. Thank you, Jenny, and, and what a pleasure always to be with you, Jenny, and, and we'll, we must get back to this book because it's such a wonderfully thoughtful and vivid and rich and profound marking of our, our commitment to human rights in South Africa. But let's go back uh, uh, six decades, uh, uh, Jenny, to, to Sharpville, where 58 protesters against peaceful protesters, unarmed protesters against the past laws were killed by the South African police. And we mark that on the 21st of March. Uh, my own belief, Jenny, is that we should have called it Sharpful Day. Mm. But for various reasons uh, in our transition, we called it Human Rights Day. And that's also appropriate. It, it, it's a more positive affirmation. But at the same time, I think that in being positive, we must also not forget our history. So, Jenny, what we did in 1994 was really to place human dignity at the center of our whole governmental project. Uh, That was 27 years ago. I think we can speak on a beautiful, bright, sunny uh, Saturday morning in Johannesburg of the tragedy of the shortfall uh, in that project, that we haven't achieved what we set out to achieve in, in April 1994. Uh, which was to safeguard human rights, to put human dignity on a pedestal, to, to, to protect people. And the shortfalls are very evident in racism, in gender subordination and, and gender-based violence. But amongst the most vulnerable groups, there are cross-border migrants. And we have failed them terribly, Jenny. Our Bill of Rights does know the difference between citizens and non-citizens. It mentions citizens... Uh, less than a handful of times, fewer than five times, the vote for the entitlement to to practice your profession or freedom of movement. So there are differentiations between citizens and non-citizens, but only in a tiny handful of specific rights. For the rest, Jenny, we are all recipients and beneficiaries of all the rights including human dignity, including safety and security, including equality, including the right of access to health care, very important with our two big pandemics of contagion, AIDS, which is still with us, Mm. plus now COVID. 
So, Jenny, I'm really delighted to be with Kai AFM's uh, listeners and, of course, with you always. Such a joy and so lovely that you have your show here. And uh, we can talk more about human rights if, if, if you think your listeners want that. Or we can talk about the book. I'm happy to do both. I think they joined in the middle. So I'm looking at the uh, the dedication. The book is dedicated to all those who've been affected by violence, intolerance and hatred. And that is a theme that runs through this book. And it's certainly not a comfortable book. But there is one photo. So I'm just describing it because there are lots of people listening. It's primarily a photographic book, but it photographs some incidents or many incidents so graphically. And I'm looking at a picture of a man and a child. He is in sand. There's there's sand everywhere. He's crawling under barbed wire. He's holding his child. He's trying to keep the, the barbed wire out of the child's eyes and face. And they're crawling through from Zimbabwe into South Africa and it was taken on the 27th of June 2008 the same day Zimbabwe was holding what was regarded as a sham runoff election but i wonder about that father and i wonder about that child and i wonder about their lives in in the south africa that is today because we are intolerant i think that's right Jenny, and i think cross border migrants are perhaps i think together with sex workers the most stigmatized group in south africa Jim, uh, but your, that, that photograph is very moving because it's this daddy with the little toddler boy mm. crawling under the barbed wire. But it makes a very important regional political point that our legacy of misalliance in Zimbabwe with the, 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 the tyrant and the oppressor, human rights violator, Robert Gabriel Mugabe, is a cause of much of the cross-border migrancy that many of us complain about in South Africa. And it makes the same point, Jenny, which is an important one in North America and Central and South America and also throughout Africa, that we have to seek regional and continental solutions to our problems of employment and poverty. We cannot put up border walls. Donald Trump's central promise mm. in, in, in the 2015-16 election was, we're going to build the wall. Well, the wall has not been built. There are huge gaps all along the, the southern border with Mexico. We cannot wall out the complexities of our wonderful continent, Jenny. And that's one of the messages of the book, and I'm very glad that you selected that very poignant, vivid photograph. But the problem of, of migrants coming into societies, of course, I was looking at a documentary on Syria, and I don't know how a country that has been so devastated, so destroyed by the government of Syria, as well as by, I suppose you call them rebels, but whatever it is, that country has been literally destroyed. It is dust. And refugee camps are spilling over. There's a whole generation of children growing up in refugee camps. What future do they have? Europe is by and large closed to them because of the numbers. And the same thing appears to be happening on the Mexican border now that it's easier to get into the country and children reunited with their parents. But it's a problem everywhere, is it not? Yes, it is, Jenny. And, and in, in West Africa, people are taking boats from, from, from as far away as Senegal to get to the Azores and Madeira as a, as a, as a way to get into Europe. They're taking boats across uh, the, the Mediterranean, taking enormous risks, uh, partly because of economic imperatives. These mm. are not people who say, well, I'm going to go back to England or to the US to, uh, to, to take up a, a, a great professional or office job. These are people who are impelled by desperate need for themselves and their families. Jenny, if, if, if we step back for a moment, I think we should just say that 
James Oatway and Alon Sky. I think one says Sky, Jenny. I, Thank I, you. I think one of Alon's relatives was a, a, a very distinguished colleague of mine on the Wits West campus. He was in the education department. So I hope that I'll ask Alon on Monday when we launch <laughs> the book, Jenny, at 10 o'clock at the Holocaust and Genocide uh, oh. uh, uh, Center in Parktown, Jenny, on, on Janssmatz Avenue, if any of your listeners want to come. But they are both extremely distinguished, internationally renowned photographers with some of their individual pieces uh, having been represented in, in prize-winning collections and having been awarded prizes. And they collaborated on this book, uh, which which uses the word brother, which you gave in your, in your introduction. And of course, brother, if you take away the two letters... Mm of the first two letters is other. Yes. And so we encompassed within our fraternity also the alienation. And that's the brilliance in the title. And as you say, Jenny, I, I wrote a foreword. Uh, uh, Alon and James write thoughtful introductory pieces. And then there are many pieces which are not only declamatory. Uh, Jenny, we, we mustn't make the mistake as South Africans. You and I as white South Africans, your preponderance of list, listeners as black South Africans, many of your listeners as themselves cross-border migrants from Zimbabwe and elsewhere in Africa. We mustn't make the mistake of shaking our heads and saying, how can they do it? We've got to get inside to understand what's happening. And there are also important essays in this book about understanding the anger. This is not a book of remonstrance, a book of piety or of sanctimony. This is a book of, of vivid understanding and insight and that's what makes it so beautiful. Well, it is, I mean, I, as as you're talking, Edwin, I, I'm crossing the pages and of course, they're, they're, I mean, Greg Marinovich, for instance, uh, the yes. Pulitzer Prize winning photographer yes. takes a photograph and he says the duty of a photojournalist is to bear witness, to show the world what is happening and to hope that society will act. But also when a society itself is so impoverished, it's extremely difficult because there aren't enough jobs to go around and then suddenly there's strangers in your midst and I think one has to understand that. Yes and Jenny there's a racial element as well that I highlight in my foreword so if you are if you arrive in South Africa from Europe and you're a white-skinned European and and you you move into your Santon hotel and walk around the streets of Santon of course you're at risk of mugging like all of us are but you're safe no one's going to say you're a Ukrainian or you're a Briton or you're a Scot or an Irish or a Dutch person. Get out of our country. The, the racial element is that this is directed preponderantly by black South Africans against other black Africans. And I tackle the rhetoric of our political leaders who say, well, this is criminal. Of course it's criminal. And of course they're criminal opportunists who jump in, who, who go and loot, who steal, who, 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 who take from the stores what they can. But fundamentally the impetus is against other black Africans. And that's a terrible mark of shame on all of us because when we were under apartheid, we claimed our heritage as Africans. We claimed our solidarity with other Africans in Mozambique, in, 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 in Eswatini, in Lesotho, in, in Botswana, and Zimbabwe, and Zambia, and further north. We said we are Africans, that we are being oppressed by a colonial minority in our country, stand by us, and other African countries and other African peoples did. We cannot turn our backs on that heritage, Jenny. Well, listen, as, I, as we're talking, and we have to sort of wrap this up, but I, I think I'm going to try and come. Monday, isn't it? Yes, Jenny. Yes. It'll be lovely. 10 o'clock. At, at the Holocaust and Genocide Memorial Center. Uh, it's, it's, it's not a museum, uh, interestingly. Mm. Uh, they don't call it a museum, and rightly so. It's a beautiful place. Mm. 
And of course, it memorializes the fact that we as Africans committed the most recent mass genocide. And of course, Europeans committed the most motorized, instrumentalized, industrialized uh, Holocaust in human history mm. uh, in, in the Second World War. Mm. So uh, we can bear all of that in mind, Jenny, but let's end on a positive note, Jenny, because these values don't stand for nothing. The values of solidarity and brotherhood, sisterhood, uh, fraternity, humanity, they don't stand for nothing. We have a commitment in our country. We have a president who I believe certainly uh, takes these values seriously. We're fighting for a constitution against a faction that wants to destroy the constitution and open up all our assets and, 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 and resources to criminal looting and, and to private acquisition. So I think there's, there, it's a reminder on Human Rights Day that we have got a, a set of affirmed values that are really worthwhile for all of us as South Africans, as South African citizens, as South African residents, South African habit, inhabitants, really to fight for on Human Rights Day and every day of the year. Judge Edwin Cameron, thank you very, very much for joining us on Kaya. Always a pleasure, Jenny. Let me give you the details of the book, and it's it's called Brother, and if you take away the BR, as Edwin Cameron said, you've got other, and it's by James Otwe and Akon Sky. Saturdays with Jenny, every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.